the mountains you're carrying, you were only meant to climb. You must learn to let things go. And that is the thought for today. Before we get started today, let's talk about a little something that's a real game changer in the snack world. Wonderful pistachios. You heard it right. Wonderful pistachios are one of the highest protein nuts around. Each one ounce serving gives you six grams of protein. That's over 10% of your daily value. It's time to send those peanuts packing because pistachios are cracking the snack game wide open. Not only do they pack a protein punch, but wonderful pistachios are also a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids. And let's not forget the variety. They come in a whole range of flavors and sizes. So whether you're looking for a tasty snack to share with friends or a quick on-the-go bite between errands, wonderful pistachios have you covered. Why not make wonderful pistachios your go-to snack for those busy summer days and beyond? Visit wonderfulpistachios.com today to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Now, on with today's episode of 7 Good Minutes. Welcome to 7 Good Minutes. I'm Clyde Lee Dennis. Thanks for joining me for what I believe will be seven of the most enriching minutes of your day. In today's episode of 7 Good Minutes, we get help with understanding the anxiety cycle and how to quickly end it. Enjoy. So here's the amazing thing about your brain. It's made to rewire itself all the time. This is called neuroplasticity. Scientists used to think that after childhood, our brain was pretty much locked in place. But now that we have better imaging technology, we can literally see how the brain changes depending on how we use it. I'm going to talk about one very simple thing you can do to rewire your brain to be less anxious. And it is simple, but it's not easy. So I'm also going to share three steps you can take to make it happen. So let's start off with one example of neuroplasticity. In London, the taxi drivers have this super difficult exam where they have to prepare by memorizing all the streets and events and locations in this huge city. Researchers took images of their brain before they started studying and after this two-year process, and they were literally able to see the new neural connections, the wiring that changed in the brain. And there's good evidence that changing how you think, like going to therapy, can actually change the structure of your brain and the types of chemicals that it's pumping out. Our brain has an amazing ability to rewire itself to learn, grow, and heal. So let's talk about how to do that with anxiety. If we want to change how our brain processes anxiety, we need to understand three principles of anxiety. Number one, understand what is anxiety. Now, this may sound dumb because you already know what anxiety feels like, but what you need to do is understand your perspective on anxiety. You need to let go of the idea that anxiety is bad. Anxiety is not inherently bad. Anxiety is uncomfortable. Sometimes anxiety is disordered. Sometimes anxiety gets in the way, but we all experience anxiety because it's supposed to serve a really important function to motivate us to avoid real danger. We're supposed to feel anxious when standing on a cliff edge. It helps us be safe. We're supposed to feel anxious when we know we have an important test coming up because that should motivate us to study. Anxiety tells us that something is important to us. 
Anxiety and excitement are basically the same chemical reaction in your body, with adrenaline triggering that sympathetic activation and prepping you for action. When we look at anxiety as being uncomfortable, but acceptable and a normal part of life, suddenly we develop new tools to work with it, and that includes working with the other type of anxiety. So the second thing we need to understand is we need to understand disordered anxiety, and this is when anxiety seems to take over your life. This is anxiety that makes it hard to go to work, to school, or to enjoy life at all. And the harder you try to make it go away, the stronger and stronger it gets. Now, contrary to popular belief that anxiety is disordered when it's more severe, anxiety is actually disordered when one of two things happens. When number one, when you feel in danger when you're actually safe. For example, I worked with a client who was afraid of radiators. She would feel anxious and sweaty around them and she couldn't make herself go into a room with a radiator in it. Now, radiators are not actually dangerous, but she was having a real physiological response to something that was actually safe. So anxiety can be disordered when you have a danger response in your body, but you're actually safe. The second way anxiety can be disordered is when your anxiety interferes with your ability to function. This is essentially what determines if you meet the criteria for an anxiety disorder diagnosis. When your anxiety or your attempts to avoid anxiety stop you from effectively facing life. When this happens, you start avoiding school or calling in sick to work. You stop leaving the house or spending time with friends. Pretty soon your anxiety is taking over your life and stopping you from doing the things you love. So let's talk about what causes anxiety to spiral out of control. This is called the anxiety cycle. Every day throughout our day, we have experiences and we interpret these experiences as either being safe or dangerous. So let's say, for example, you see a dog. Now each person interprets an experience differently. For some people, this would be exciting and fun, but for some reason you think, that dog is gonna bite me. This leads to feelings of fear, anxiety, maybe even panic. These are uncomfortable feelings and you may even take them as a sign that your thoughts are true. So you escape, you run away, you get out of there and nothing bad happens. So your brain releases this surge of relief. Whew, that was close. The only way I survived was because I ran away. I could have died. And your brain thinks, I better do that again. I'm gonna motivate my human to avoid that situation by increasing their anxiety about it. And voila, your anxiety goes up. Every single time that we avoid a threat and survive, our brain thinks, let's do that again. So it lays down neural pathways, this wiring that reinforces that behavior. And the whole function of emotions is to motivate us to action. But that's a whole nother video. So our brain, because we've convinced it that the dog was a threat, it takes action into its own hands and it increases your anxiety level around dogs. Every time we feel anxiety and then avoid the situation, our anxiety level will go up a notch. That does it for today's episode of 7 Good Minutes. Please take a moment to rate and review the show on the platform you're listening on. Until next time, let's be civil to one another out there. Thanks for listening. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.